Great music. <laughs> so calming, so soothe. This is the happy morning cafe. <laughs> Not like happy ending cafe. No, totally different. I'm Jason. I'm Gary. We're the Portland Tim Beers. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. What are you drinking? A little Ninkasi Ground Control. Ground Control. This is Major Tom. Yes. This is part of the uh, Ninkasi Space Program. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, this is a uh, Imperial Stout brewed with anus. <laughs> anus, not anus, people. Anus. Anus. <laughs> you know, I think he was a character in the Dukes of Hazard. No, that was Enus. Penis? No. Enus. Oh, enunciation. Yes, yes. Leave the P out of it. <laughs> P is never good in anything, especially snow. Or beer. Or beer. Well, uh, this is a bourbon barrel aged imperial stout brewed with Oregon hazelnuts, star anus, and cocoa nibs. What's a star anus? <laughs> wow. It's pretty tasty, though. Yeah. <laughs> no? I like it. Yeah. It's not uh, yeah. overly bourbon. You like anise. That's great. Especially star anise. Star anise, yeah. yeah. Starfish. I think get an extra stitch to fix that up. Make it into a different shape. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no? This went south right <laughs> off the bat. Well, go big or go home. Yep, yep. We should have just went home. <laughs> I haven't even had a sip of this damn beer yet. You, you got to try it. It's pretty good. All right, I'm going to try it. You sing for me to this happy, groovy tune. Yes, to this happy, happy, groovy tune. It, uh, it's definitely got a barrel-aged taste to it. It tastes like space. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never been there. Yeah. You know, I read an article recently that says space basically smells like roasted meat. Really? Yeah. How the hell did they figure that out? I don't know. I haven't been to space. Roasted meat. Roasted meat. Google it. I just, that sounds whacked. I know. What does space smell like? Google that. And that's... And roasted it, meat. Yeah. Smells like roasted meat. What does space <laughs> smell like? You learn something new every every time you listen to our podcast. What does smell what does smell like fish? Let's see. When what they return like? from space, it smells like hydrocarbons. Distinct. No, I remember reading an article it said roasted meat. That's bullshit. Somebody's hiding it. It says it smells like raspberries. There. Yeah, seared steak, right there. Oh yeah. Astronauts have described it as seared steak and hot metal. There you go. See, it's got to be true. That's the Atlantic. Little do they know they're getting cooked coming back into the atmosphere. (laughs) (laughs) What they're smelling is themselves. Well, it's better than smelling like star anus. Yeah, you don't want to smell like that. No. So, uh, the Timbers. Yeah. Got a stadium that's coming along. Slowly but surely in this uh, cold weather we've got. Yeah, it's being built and looks pretty impressive. They've got the big, huge trusses up on top. Yeah, they'll have the roof on pretty soon. They were scraping snow off some of the uh, metal pieces down low I saw yesterday. Yeah, this uh, snowmageddon has kind of slowed them down a little bit. Yeah, well, hopefully it doesn't slow them down too much. I saw they were... Starting to get going on the restrooms and the snack bars the other day. Ah. So that means they've at least got enough structure in place to start focusing on some of that extra stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, it'll be nice to see it when it's all done. Yeah. It'll be 11 games into the season by the time we get to see it, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. So Debbie came up with this idea. Uh Uh-oh. And I think San Jose Away, which I believe is April 6th. Okay. Um, we're road tripping. No way. It's like a Saturday or Sunday. You're kidding me, We're right? taking the Tesla, and we're going to San Jose. Oh, wow. So, and we said, why not make a posse of it? 
Interesting. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. She's got an uncle that lives down in Oakland. Yeah. So we may stay down there. She wants to hit a couple wineries down in Napa um, on the way down. Oh, cool. And then we'll roll in to uh, San Jose. San Jose. Go to the world's biggest bar with uh, the world's largest collection of douchebags. <laughs> yeah. Tell us how you really feel about San Jose. That's what I'm what? talking them to you there, Lultras. <laughs> LOL Trus. It's only second of the fish Trus. Wow. Well, that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, at least they don't smell like steer. What is it? Seared meat? <laughs> seared steak. Seared steak. And hot metal. And hot metal. And starred anus. All three of those combined is my next beer. They call it Stainus. Stainus. So, uh, let's see. What's new with the Timbers? We beat Costa Rica's world-famous team, Saprisa. Pretty handily. Yeah, 4-0. Chara, Valeri didn't play. No Blanco, no Guzman. No Guzman. Yeah. A lot of the big guys weren't even in there. Weren't in there. Um, I guess the one thing I learned is Foster Langsdorf is on steroids. Is he really? No, dude. He's a... (laughs) <laughs> shit brick house. He had a shirt off today and the photo of him like, who the F is that? Just ripped. There's a thing on it where he's like, I dreamt of being a trash man one time. And he's like all flexed out. Yeah. He's like, then I learned I'm like overqualified. <laughs> overqualified? Like, Dude, no, you've got the MO right there. You're built like a shit brick house. Yeah. But that begs the question, like, trash men really have changed. Like now it's all robotic. Yeah, they're all they're they're considered sanitation engineers. Yeah, you don't need to be like ripped out to do it. No, because your machine Just doesn't push a button. Thing. Right? What happened to the trash men? Like, uh, what was that? Uh, Men at Work. That was the old eighties movie. Yeah, with Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. Yeah, yeah, going around corrupt, collecting the garbage. Yeah, yeah, dead bodies. <laughs> That's what they collected. That's that really what you don't want to find in your garbage, but... Sometimes you know, that happens. It, it does. Sometimes you just got to get rid of somebody. Sometimes. Yeah. So uh, we're looking for a right back. Speaking of getting rid of some people. Timbers uh, <laughs> purge some people. Purged. Now we're needing a right back. Yeah, now, isn't that funny how that works every year? Yeah, we're on the crux. I'm telling you, Jamie Goldberg says we're on the crux. Of signing? Of signing somebody. Yeah, sure we are. Crux. Not crux fermentation. But crux. Yes. Yeah. So, and I love how uh, the Timbers Army, what's the head gal's name? Sheba? Yeah. She's like a principal of a school or something. Yep. She's all about letting everybody know her meeting schedule. (laughs) Because when she's in meetings, the Timbers make radical signings. So the, the problem with this is that she's been in pretty much meetings nonstop for the last three months, and she keeps posting about these meetings. Yeah. They're not making any signings. They haven't made a single one. No. No. So eventually the sun shines on a dog's ass if you uh, if, if you do that. If but, you stick it out yeah, there enough. If I stick it out there. If I stick it out all the time, eventually the sun's going to hit it. So, yeah. Oh, well. It's like trolling. Spirited games. Well, that's kind of what we do is just trolling. <laughs> Trolls. We don't really have any facts. You just throw it out there, and eventually something's going to bite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, Saprisa, we beat them 4-0 like we talked about. Yes. They uh, really had their B team out, it sounds like. I don't know what their A team looks like. But yeah. uh, they'd played Saturday, I believe, and they were playing on Wednesday today. Yeah. So they kind of rolled out their B guys and said, hey, let's get them some minutes against some of the Timbers guys. So, and they didn't do so great. They didn't. We, I mean, we won four 0 Yeah, I mean that's pretty good. Uh, besides Langsdorf being ripped out of his mind, <laughs> uh, the guys look pretty fit. Accordingly, I mean, yeah. everybody's talking about how good they look, and they look like uh, they're in shape, ready to go. Yeah, and they've got Arizona coming up, correct? Uh, yeah, Tucson's coming up here in another yeah. week or so. Yeah. So I kind of wonder: are they flying home and then go to Tucson? Or does it make sense or do they to just hit? stopped on the way back? Yeah, I kind of wonder that. So. That would make more sense to me. 
yeah. put, put less miles on your guys that way from a, a flight path standpoint. Some of these guys, though, are going to be hurting. I mean, they want to see their families. They want to be home. Oh, especially when their their first 11 games are all away, right? Right. You well, know. who was it? Uh, oh, uh, Villafania was talking about that with Richard Farley and some of those guys. And he's just like, yeah, our first 11 games or 12 games are on the road. And he's like, it's going to be tough on us. The mileage logged is going to be the most anomalous history. So you know this is weighing on the guy's mind. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, without a doubt. But this is a great time for them to spend together to kind of gel. It is, and and the beauty of that is, too, is look what happens at the end of the season. Almost all your games from then on out are damn near home games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's so, only a handful of small. Well, this I think the season's set up perfect. The problem is that... You just have to make it through those first 11 games with quite a few points. Yeah, you got to do that. Right? And then the other side of that is you just need the team not to implode, right? So let's say it all goes south. You can't have them implode and they roll into a homestand where they're just all infighting and bickering. Yeah, and, you definitely don't want that. Yeah, yeah. so... It'll be a test. Yeah, it's going to be a big test. So, Huge. Did you hear we got some competition? From what? From two assholes. <laughs> Zarek and Jeff started their own podcast. <laughs> Why'd you call them assholes? Because they, they're trying to take our listeners, dude. They're not going to take shit. They're trying to take our listeners. We don't have any listeners. Dude, we have Tim. So if they're going to take our listeners, it's all, all that's going to happen is that's going to be one more podcast <laughs> our, our supposed listeners listen to to get entertainment from. Freaking jerks. Ah, Taking our listeners. They're dude, moving in on our territory. They, they can't. They can't compete with us. You know what? We're in a totally different league. I'm actually a little bit worried they're going to take some of our sponsors. <laughs> yeah, we got those crawling out our ass too, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. I mean, stay in your own lane. Play soccer. You got that going. Don't jump into amateur podcasts. No, you know what you do? You make it a foursome. Well, I don't know. Join the team. I'm kind of intimidated by uh, Jeff. I'm not. He's got a whole chant the army does for him. Well, that's fine. I have a chant for you. I have a whole army. You got a whole. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. So they got a podcast. Give they, it a listen. They got a podcast. I have a whole army. I have to give it a listen. Thirty minutes. Jeff Antonella, Zarek. I'm sure it's good. And it, it's probably focused strictly on soccer, right? Yeah, not beer and skiing. Yeah, see, so they. They got nothing on us. You got nothing. Nothing. You're not taking our sponsors, baby. They may be entertaining, but uh, it's all going to be about soccer. It's all name recognition. Yeah. Everybody just listens to them because of their names. Yeah, exactly. They listen to us to be entertained. (laughs) Because they don't know our names. Because where else can you learn about the star anus? Oh, God. I bet they don't talk about the star anus. I guarantee they don't talk about the star anus. (laughs) They could. They could talk about the star anus. You never know. (laughs) They might, but... They're, they, they've they got a little more constraint that they have to be under than we are. We can talk about anything. True. They can't. True. There's benefits to being us. You know who doesn't have any benefits right now? Me. You got benefits. I got no benefits. Well, you could have benefits. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not that type, you dirty willy. <laughs> I was talking about the boat captain because you know what time it is? It's Where's the Boat Captain? There he is, the <laughs> boat captain. We've got a spotting dude. Where's he at? Whole city. Whole city? Not whole star anus. Whole like, city. H-U-L-L. H-U-L-L. Yeah, whole city. Yeah, whole city. Now, is he playing or is he announcing? No, he's playing. Oh. He's center back, dude. Wow. I saw a picture of him online with some hot, hottie gal at some, like, old guy's party. Wasn't his wife? I don't know. Or ex-wife? Is he married? He was at one point. He's got kids. I know he's got kids. And he's got a new kid. Uh Uh-oh. But but this gal didn't look like she had a kid. This lady was, like, smoking. Not that you can't be smoking with a kid. All right. Space hot. Before you all are two listeners. <laughs> before, before, before you Tim, call in and roast him. <laughs> before Tim calls in and like chastises me. 
Look, I get it. There's plenty of MILFs out there. <laughs> there yeah, I bet Jeff doesn't say that on his show. <laughs> I guarantee it. Zarek may, but I mean Jeff. Yeah, not. Jeff. Now nah, he's he's too uh, he's too goody two shoes. There's crazy stuff going on with that music. Holy crap! Just like Liam. So yeah, if you want to watch some uh, reminiscence or reminisce in the fact of good whole city soccer and watch Liam. Yeah. There just you go. Watch some whole games. Yeah, just watch some whole games. Yeah. Not not half the game. Whole. whole. <laughs> watch the whole game. Wow. You like that? That was crap. <laughs> what'd you What'd you think of those uh, jerseys, there, friend? Which ones? The new ones. The new uh, hoop. Hoop. There. It that is. you've been waiting for hoop. forever. Yeah, the hoops, dude. Yeah, I hate that hoop. Really? Oh, I've never liked it. Yeah. Um, I'm not a super fan. Like, I think it's okay. I like it. To a degree, yeah. Um, I think you'd be happier if they went with a hoop sock with that hoop jersey. No, I'd be happier <laughs> if it was white with Kelly green, like Celtics. Well, yeah, but you that's know what they, I want. You know they're never going to do that. Yeah, they should. That'll have to be like their their third kit two years from now. I want hoops all the way up from socks to shorts to jersey, just matching hoops, Ugh. white and Kelly green. Hideous. Like hoops, hideous. And then if you had a stocking hat that was hoops, that'd oh, be good. Oh God! Then you'd look like Where's Waldo? Yes, that'd be <laughs> badass, dude. I think totally the Timbers need that. I should be. Do you see Kansas City did like? Uh, no, maybe it was Philly. I think it was Philly did a whole like jersey design th- thing. Yeah. And then essentially they picked this winning winning jersey from somebody that designed it. Yep. Um, but they took all the people that were like. The losers, the people that didn't like combine them all together, and they did a slideshow showing how, like, and they actually did the jerseys, did oh. mockups of the jerseys, but they essentially roasted them on air before oh, they geez. got to the final jersey. <laughs> oh, wow! So some would say they didn't roast them right. Some would say, "Hey, my jersey was up there in profile." Yeah, no, they pretty much roasted you. But but in reality, you got smoked. Yeah, you got smoked. You yeah. didn't win. You lost. You, you smelled like roasted meat. I mean, it's kind of cool that you got your jersey made, and you probably got to keep it. Yeah. Like, I could have my hoop jersey. Yeah. 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 But my hoop jersey would be the final jersey, so everybody would else get that one. You think? Oh, yeah. Shit. Uh, everybody wants a hoop jersey. No. The only way that jersey gets cooler is if it's yellow and Kelly Green with hoops. The green and gold. Green and gold, baby. Yeah. 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 Green and gold, just like that. And then you have a leprechaun where's Waldo. Yeah, green and gold. You know, it would be the number one jersey in the entire world. <laughs> no, jersey sales would go off off the charts. <laughs> they would fall straight off the charts or out the bottom. You know what? No, I'm not thinking so. And the keeper jersey, don't even ask me about the keeper oh jersey. Oh, my God, no. Don't ask him, folks. Don't ask me. I'm not doing I'm it. I'm saving it for the next podcast. Not doing it. Well, how's that beer? Almost gone. That means we're going to have to go pull something else. Yes. From the... But I've got to I've gotta pace myself. Yeah, I know. I've got another Imperial Stout. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, my God. I do God. have a lot of Imperial Stouts, but that's not what I have saved for. Yeah, let's hope not. Um, I got a double Imperial Stout save, bourbon. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, there you go. We might as well just do a triple. Uh, that's a little too much. i got to work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so... Zwickle Mania is coming up. It is. We talked a little bit about Zwickle Mania, and we've done some interviews from Zwickle Mania. We have. Yeah, so... Uh, and we've attended. We have attended, and I think we're going to attend this year. I think it's this coming weekend. Not this weekend. Next weekend. It's the, fifth, uh, it's the 16, 17, or whatever. Like yeah, that. so it's the weekend after Valentine's Day. Yes, that is the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so it's the 16th, I believe it is. Yes. And essentially they divide Zwickle up into two different areas in the state. There's the Bend Central Oregon weekend, and then there is the rest of Oregon weekend, which is the first weekend. Right. And so the first weekend one is that 16th, 17th time frame. Cool thing. You get to meet the brewers. You get some swag. You get to try some beer. Um, and you so- get to go... You get to go. Yeah. Why? 
Well, because if it was on another date, you weren't going to be able to go to this one. Right, so I can't do the Central Oregon Zwickle because we're going to be in Montana. Right. Skiing. Skiing. But, um, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to Zwickle it up, but we need to pick some bars or some breweries that we can go visit for Zwickle. <laughs> or both. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, were you there when I was talking to Joe the other night? No. No. So my idea for Joe was... I was like, absent. Joseph obviously owns a growler shop, Pacific Growlers. Yes. And I said, Joe, I'm like, have you heard of this Zwickle thing? And he's like, I've heard of it, but it doesn't really apply. And I'm like, it should apply. And he's like, how so? I'm like, because I am the idea guy. Oh, boy. So get your notepad out. <laughs> Take cro- some notes. Cross your legs, sit on the stool, look pretty. <laughs> so Joe sits there. He's taking some notes yeah. from the master. And I said, Joe... What would happen if you invited those fine lads down from Cooper Mountain Brewing? Yeah. And that dude up from Moon Shrimp and all of these other little, like, small brewers. The microbrewers. <clears throat> the true nano brewers. Yeah, right? the tiny guys. Bring them in, and you host a Zwickle event at your growler place where you can meet the, meet the brewers, and they serve their beer out of your little rolly cart thing. Oh, genius. I'm telling you, I don't know where I come up with this shit, folks. Like Genius. It, his eyes sparkled. He looked at me lovingly. Oh, much, boy. Much like all people do. This is probably not going to end well, folks. And he's like, Jason, if I wasn't married to Jay, you would be the guy. Oh, my. Not that Jay's a guy, God. but. Yeah, Jay's not a guy, folks. Yeah, not a guy. So, but, um, but he thought it was a good idea. But he doesn't think there's enough time to pull it off. Well, he might be right because the microbrewers or the nanos may not have anything brewed up. Right. So, but this is this is my deal. But Growler, it's worth a shot. Growler places. Call them ne- next year. Let's put yourselves on the map. Get some circulation coming in and get some brewers in the door. We we do this. Yeah. That's a pretty good idea, isn't it? Yeah, that is a pretty good idea. Yeah, I know. Yeah? That's just the way I go. I'm pretty sure Deorum Brewing would have something ready to go for that. Yeah. I don't know if Tim Beers Brewing would, though. I'm pretty sure they would, too. We pretty much just drink everything that we uh, brew. Well, you'd, you'd, have to, you'd, have to, <laughs> you'd have to, like, brew it two weeks before. We got this thing where we, have, like, <laughs> brew, and then we have a party, and then I have nothing <laughs> left. And then there's nothing there. Yeah. And yes. so I'm kind of in that stage where I've got like gone. maybe a gallon of amber ale that really wasn't that great sitting there. But that's all that's left? Yeah, it's about a gallon and a half. Cranky. How did you drink three and a half gallons of that? Well, we did a growler over at Andrew and, uh, Andrews when we did the brewing. When you did the brewing that yeah. I was sick on, yeah. So did a growler. And yeah. then we had a couple pints each. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I've been sucking a couple pints off of that thing. <laughs> uh, maybe a couple more than a couple pints. Oh, yeah, you, you, uh, quite a few more than a couple. There if be, if there you're down to like a gallon, a gallon and a half. Well, I don't, I don't know truly how much is there. I guess I could like pour it into a pitcher you and could, then pour but it back in when I'm done. Then you got to drink it all. No, you just pour it back in the keg. Ah, once it comes out of that keg, it's not going back in. Yeah. Well, don't look at me for this, but that's just an unwritten rule at my house. If it comes out of the keg, it doesn't go back in. I got a lot of rules that are kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't need to go into that. Wow. <laughs> so, so anyways, let's listen to a little clip on Zwickle, and we'll be back with full pint glasses. What is a Zwickle? This is a Zwickle. What is Zwickle Mania? Zwickle Mania is a one-day Oregon-wide event that celebrates craft beer. Beer lovers can sample fresh brew, get cool swag, awesome deals, and tour the breweries. Zwickle responsibly. Oh, hi. I'm Alexander Barrett. You just caught me getting ready for Zwickle Mania. It's the one day a year when over 35 Portland breweries open their doors to the public. It's actually happening this Saturday, February 16th. You know, even the smallest breweries will let you in. Take my brewery, for example. We here at the Alexander Barrett Brewery, and by we, I mean me, brew exactly one bottle of beer per year. And every Zwicklemania, we invite Portland to come in, take a tour of our factory, and by factory I mean 
all this stuff on my desk. And then you can have a little sample, a very little sample. So come on by, it's gonna be great. Um, we're gonna have beer, my brother-in-law is gonna DJ, chips, all kinds of chips. I'm even gonna put some English muffin pizzas in the toaster oven. The Alexander Barrett Brewery regrets to inform you that we will not be participating in this year's Wicklemania. But you should come anyway. I guess. Well, there you got it. There's a little uh, tasty on Zwicklemania. Zwicklemania. I thought she said wine to begin with. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought she said. We had to listen to it a second time to make sure that what it was was she said one day versus wine day. One day and Oregon wide. Yes. Versus Oregon narrow. <laughs> And I, what I learned from the second one is yeah. anybody, anybody can host a Zwickle event. Anybody. Even Joe. Even Joe. I mean, if a guy can host it and he brews one bottle a year. A single bottle. Single. Of which he spilled. That Which is not good. Who could be our DJ if we hosted an event? Huh. DJ Jazzy Jeff. No. No? No. I think John could DJ. Doesn't he DJ usually for us at his parties? <laughs> DJ? Yes, he does. From his iPod or something? Yeah, man, yeah. Yeah, there DJ you go. DJ Jazzy John. Good old Zwickle. So, there you go, kids. Check it out. Zwickle Mania. So, February 16th. So, what other... Uh, I was asking myself, what other beer events are coming up? So Too many. Obviously, Zwickle's coming up. Yeah. Uh, various locations... I think we looked at this last year, and there's just a ton of stuff that comes up. Yeah, so I looked at that, um, and then there's not a ton of shit coming up. Really? So there's the KLCC Brewfest in Eugene. Okay. Okay. And so that is at the Lane County Fairgrounds, February 8th and 9th. That's this weekend. Um, That's going to be cold. Yeah, it's going to be a cold <laughs> weekend, so it's probably going to snow. Great. So what else we got here? Then there was the Crab Fest. Yeah. So on the Crab Fest, it's out there in Bend, Oregon. Yeah, because that's where I think of crabs. Yeah, because of Crab Fest mm-hmm. in Bend, Oregon. Cheers to three years event at Astoria. Um, and I believe, yeah, this is Astoria's Optimism Brewing. Okay. And isn't uh, February 16th also when the, uh, whatchamacallit is, the Dark dark Arts? Dark Arts, I think it was. Um, yeah. It was it was right around that same time frame. And then let's see, March sixteenth to the seventeenth is the fifteenth annual Oregon Cheese Festival. Ooh, cheese! They, they also do uh, beer at the event. And then March twenty first is the Barley Wine Festival over in Portland. Oh God! What do you think? <laughs> we in? No. Put on by Lucky Lab. It's the twenty first annual Barley Wine Festival. Barley wine is a disaster. Waiting to happen. Yeah, but a whole festival of it? That's good stuff. You're passed out after <laughs> three or four of them, and people are walking on you, and yeah. I think we should go to Scottsdale, Arizona, though. You know why? Uh, a beer fest. Tomorrow night in Scottsdale. <laughs> tomorrow. Girl Scout cookie and beer pairing. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, book my flight right now. I'm up for some Thin Mints and some ground control <laughs> from Ninkasi. Wow. Doesn't that sound fantastic? No. Why? That just sounds like a bad hangover waiting to happen. There's a lot of sugar going on there. What about Silver Springs, Maryland, the barrel-aged flight night? Maryland? Yeah, Maryland. Yeah. Or February 9th, the Arizona Strong Beer Festival. Yeah, that's this weekend as well. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, some good shit coming up out there. So some strong beer. We're not messing around. This stuff can lift you off the ground. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking here. Let's see anything that sticks out in my head. Seattle's got going a Washington beer open house. Yeah, if it's in Seattle, I'm not going. Why? I don't like Seattle. What about the... Oh, smells like fish. Big Brew Beer Festival. Big Beer Brew Festival. Yeah. So what is that, like 22 ounces in a muff? Yeah, I don't know. It's 
Big Beer Brew Festival. Big Beer Brew Festival, yeah. yeah. Mile know. High Beer Festival in, Fe- in Denver. Yeah, that would be in Denver. Yeah. So, all right. Some events coming up there. Zwickle's the most important of all of them. It's the 16th it's local. and the 23rd. So, 16th is Portland, 23rd Central Oregon. Hit it, kids. It's going to be good. Chat some brewers up. Gary and I will be out there. Uh, maybe we'll tweet out where we're going to be so we can meet up with some people. It's a lot of fun, people. A lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, and I think we should go out to Pints, which is what we were talking about doing. Yeah. And try to do a circle of three or four around Pints. Except they changed their name. Yeah, they did. I saw that. What is the name again? <laughs> That's the a problem. Is I can never remember the new, new name. I always remember the old name of Pints. Yeah, you know, that's kind of a thing where you, you can't change the you name just, of your You brewery. just can't go changing it up like that. Right. I mean, But, you know, it is what it is. Pints Brewing is now known as Ascendant Beer Company. Ascendant. With a picture of a bridge. Yes. I believe, yes. Ascending. Um... Yeah, it's a it's a good time. I mean, you get to see a lot of the smaller brewers that normally don't open their doors to the public, um, as far as being able to see what they're doing and how they're doing it. Yep. Uh, so it's really cool to see the behind the scenes stuff of some of these these really really small brewers. So we, um, I brewed an app amber ale about a month about a month ago. Yeah, and uh, almost gone. Yeah, we talked about that. It being almost gone, it's got a uh, anticlimactic feel to it. <laughs> it was totally aimed for this full sale picture. Turned off to be not full sales amber ale. Very different. A kind of a malty, almost sweet taste on the end of it. Yeah, almost like I didn't ferment all the sugars out of it. That could be. Um, but it's de- and even if I would have, it wouldn't have gotten a full sales amber. No. Like, see, mm. but. Here's what I think happens with you. You find a clone that you want to do. You find the recipe. You whip it out. You do what you got to do. But you have a preconceived notion already of what it's supposed to taste like, right? Right. And it doesn't meet that expectation, so it automatically falls short. Yeah, totally. Whereas if you went into it with, okay, this is a clone, but it's my own spin of a clone... I have no idea what this is going to taste like. It might change your perception of what that taste is. Yeah, Maybe. Probably. Maybe, right? No, probably. I mean, I, mean, I, I wasn't depressed. Like, I, I'm like, I was just kind of bummed because I dig. No, no, stuff. I totally get that. But, I mean, I took a class a couple years ago on beer tasting and, and, and the tastes of beers. And one of the things they brought up was that a lot of people will come into a beer with a preconceived notion of what that beer should be tasting like. So it already changes what the taste of the beer is because it's not meeting that expectation. Yeah, totally biases. Um, biases yeah, everything. exactly. So to, to truly go into a beer and appreciate it for what it, what it is or what you did with it, you almost have to go into it with absolutely zero preconceived notions saying, I have no idea what this is going to taste like. I know what the clone tastes like, but I, I, I'm not even going to attempt to think that it tastes like that until after I have my first taste. Yeah, I agree. I think the, I think the idea behind this was I started with the premise I wanted something that was not 13.6%. Oh, that shit's good. <laughs> Talking about new beer port. Mm, that's nummy. 13.6 per... I didn't want to drink, like, Imperial Stouts <laughs> right, always. Yeah, exactly. Right, so I'm like, I need something lighter, but it still has a little bit of body to it. Yeah. So I'm going to do this Amber Ale and see what we've got. And right. And I like Full Sail, so let's not... Let's clone that recipe. Yeah. So if I throw out the idea that I was trying to aim for this Full Sail Amber clone and go, this is an Amber Ale that I brewed, it's okay. Um, it's drinkable. Totally drinkable. Sure. And it hits that mark where I'm not drinking a 13.6% barrel <laughs> yeah, exactly ass whooper. <laughs> right. Right. And and it's decent. So um, so now the question is, what's next? Well, I, 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 I think you almost have to just take a step back and say, I didn't like that beer because, and what do I change? And that's your next beer. Yeah, I don't think I'd brew that same recipe again, though. I mean, it was okay, but this is one of those recipes where it's like, meh, I'll toss this thing a little bit. Yeah, but that's just it. I mean, what could you do differently to make that beer different? 
not brew it again. Well, there you go. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not bad. Shit can it. I just, to me, A, the I guess the brewing process on, process on it was a bit flawed because it was super cold in December. We're brewing in the garage. Sure. It's when we had a hell of a time with that mash temperature, just right. keeping it up. Right. And that was with it insulated and popping it back on the burner. Like, it was, it was a pain in the ass. But even then, there was plenty of sugar in it. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I had a hell of a time with the yeast, if you remember. Yeah. Like getting the yeast. Yeah, to yeah getting the yeast to do what it was supposed to at the right time. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I just, I just, I'm a believer in if it turned out ex- actually fairly well, then I'm like, all right, maybe we brew this again. But there's too many other good beers out oh, there, sure. too many recipes. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I hit something on the mark, which I did with the Abyss clone, I definitely did with the Black Widow clone. Yep. Yeah. Um, both of those were dead on. And then the pre-prohibition one that I turned out, if I could just remember. I ne- See, this is the problem is I didn't write anything down. <laughs> yeah. I've got the recipe, but I don't have the fucking yeast thing that I, yeast that I used. So, That's key. Oh, yeah. Geez. That is so key. As you're finding out, right? So I'm going to have to figure that out. But that pre-prohibition clone was lights out. But effing with the ale yeast uh, kills yeah. me. Diacetyl. Yeah. You know, I've just uh, I've adopted a um, just a one-off attitude. Yeah. Deorum. <laughs> it's like Deorum. You're, <laughs> you're getting one brew and that's it. Yeah, I think I'm not going to get that luxury with the Black Widow. I'm on the hook for that. And then yeah, your wife's gonna hold you to that one. And then the Abyss clone turned out pretty freaking well. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to take the bottles that I'm aging. That'll be two years from now when I taste that beer. <laughs> See how it is. Because I mean, it's it's a good beer. I can oh, tell. Oh, it's got some high alcohol content. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Um, let's see. What do you got on the works? You brewing anything? You know, you ask me this every week, and I never. I always give you an excuse of why I'm not doing this, yeah. you know, why I'm not brewing this or I'm not brewing that. But uh, I think if everything goes right and I can find the right hops um, this Friday, what I would like to do, and I, I can almost guarantee I'm not going to find the hops by Friday, but I want to do another white stout. But I'm going to change the hop that I use to what um, a phoenix hop hmm. and this phoenix hop has um, some different notes to it as far as the aromas go you get more of the the pine and spice and chocolate notes to it as far as the aroma goes uh, so I'm really interested to see how that plays out in that beer because um, I would like just a hint more chocolate in that and I'm wondering if this is going to give it to us. Yeah, I think the uh, the White Stout, which I had a bottle of it not long ago, and it's phenomenal. Then we had the Space Ghost, which is Lewitt's version of the White Stout. Right. <clears throat> over a Pacific. They've got it on tap right now. Um, that's a good beer. <laughs> I, it is a good and beer. And I really think we need to barrel age a little bit. I mean, I'd be interested to take some Jack Chips that I've got left yeah, and pop some jack that chips would, in the that thing. That would be interesting to see to how see, that plays out. Yeah, because I think that could add some funkiness to it. Now I did look at the um, the barrel, the whiskey barrel that you gave me for Christmas. Yeah, it's got a bladder in it. What? Yeah. So that means it's not waterproof. Well, it's not only is it not waterproof, but it it I don't know how we're going to use it that way. Why? Because cleaning that thing is going to be a bitch. Yeah. It, it may be a one and done thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I don't know how we get the chips in and back out. That's the other problem. Well, I don't think you do. I think you kind of have to pop the beer in there, post fermented beer. Yeah. And then I think you drop some oat chips in there cuz you can't put a lot in it. Well, no, but the only problem is the only spot to get anything into it yes. is that tiny little hole at the top. Right. I don't know if we can get chips in. We're going to have to like shave them. What if we got like a little tea bag or something with chips? <laughs> Not that type of tea bag. <laughs> no, just yeah, I don't know the tea ba- fabric tea bag. I don't know if a tea bag will fit. Yeah. 
That's the problem. Is that hole at the top is super tiny. How the hell did they get the booze in there? That's what I'm trying I to figure out. It, it didn't There's... come with an instruction book, so I'm gonna have to look it up online. But yeah. I, I think that bladder's kind of the the part that nips us in the ass on this. Well, the part with the bladder, then that's disappointing because that means the the thing's not waterproof, right? It's not gonna hold. The no, liquor. exactly. It won't hold anything unless it's inside that bladder. And the idea was that that would actually hold the booze. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, but it still would be interesting to put some beer in there and oh yeah, and see what we could come up. Try with. Try and figure out something on it. Put some herbs in it. Some herbs. Like sassafras? No, not sassafras. What's the uh, what's the most prized herb on earth again? Like saffron. Saffron, and that shit's expensive. Yeah, we should grow saffron. You That's what, what we need to do. We need to figure out how to grow that stuff. You know what saffron is? I know how to grow it. It's a spice. But it's a pain in the ass. You get like one day to like harvest it. Yeah. Saffron is crocus, and I, th- it's, I think it's English crocus. It's a particular type of crocus. Really? But it's when the little pistols stick out, so the little oh, yeah. male sexual parts stick <laughs> you got to be paying attention then. Now, as soon as they stick out and turn chop bright off. red, you chop them off and you dry them. <laughs> So you got, and literally you got like a day or two as it does that, yeah. and then you're effed. So pretty much you're this dude that sits outside and watches the crocus, and yeah, the second dude. you see the little... As soon as it sprouts an erection, it turns red, you cut it off. Yeah, as soon as... Done. Isn't that jacked? <laughs> That's pretty poor, messed up. Poor crocus plant. You're castrating... I, I pop a boner, and you're yeah. going to chop me off. Done. Jesus. And that's the most expensive. That's why. It's more expensive than gold, kids. Yeah, it's way more expensive than gold. Yeah, Jesus. It's because it's a crocus. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to grow some crocus. I don't know if I'm going to actually catch it with my whole attention to detail thing, but you know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> I think we got a better shot if I'm paying attention to this. <laughs> I got a new job for you, Gary. We're going to plant crocus. <laughs> We're going to plant crocus all over my house. I'm going to get up every morning, walk around, make sure the male parts aren't extended and red yet. Gary, what do you do for a living? I watch crocus boners. I walk, yeah. I harvest <laughs> crocus boners. Yeah. But I make millions. But I make millions. Most, most expensive thing. Yeah, I'm a stay-at-home boner collector <laughs> wow yeah well you know supposedly it tastes pretty good <laughs> that's what they say i'm telling you it's prized it is prized yeah. i mean people prized. use it for cooking and like super know. super expensive spice i don't know it's crazy weird so uh what do you think of this beer it's pretty damn good it is the Epic Brewing Imperial Pumpkin Porter. It's going down a little too smooth, actually. So we should talk, because I almost pulled out the uh, special edition Big Baptiste that we got from a oh, listener. Oh, God, yeah. So a listener got us a rare bottle. Um, yeah. We will have this on our next podcast, I guarantee. Um, <laughs> Big Baptiste. But it's the rare edition numbered bottle of this Baptiste. Oh, you can't open that if it's numbered. Oh, we're going to open it. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're to open it. He gave it to me so that we could open it. So, But uh, right now we're drinking this Imperial Pumpkin Porter, so it is... You know, I would have never guessed that that was a pumpkin beer. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't I it? I would have never guessed. Hey, this is number two. Interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, the pumpkin's very subtle on it. The spicing's very subtle. Um, it's a pretty good beer. I would do this again. You know what we need to do? What? We need to brew a beer Yeah. that's high-octane. Yeah. Number it. And so wax we, top it. Wax top it so we can sell it for a ton more. Because it doesn't matter if it's numbered or not. People are going to drink the damn thing. Well, I can't even read the I fucking mean, what numbers are you, on the side. What like, are you going to do? Just because it's numbered, you're going to let it sit for 30 years? 8.4%. I mean, you... <laughs> oh, is that the number? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's another number at wow. the bottom of it. But... Wow. It's like uh, OUN812. You know what I'm saying? You number a beer. It's not like you're you're numbering a wine bottle. No, I agree. Um, and even with wines, there there becomes a certain point where too many years makes it go bad. Well, I was listening to the Portland Beer Club podcast. Excellent. Shout out to those guys. Entertained me. 
They uh, were talking about, they did a tasting of, and I'm going to gaff the date here, <laughs> but I think it was an 11, uh, 2011 Abyss. Yeah. And they were talking about how it had oxidized. And uh, they were noticing that a lot of the abysses were starting to oxidize early. So, which got me thinking because I tell that story of uh, how I bought like the 09 Abyss the other day from yeah. Yeah. Uh, from those guys. So, I haven't had any major issues, but I keep mine in the fridge. And the wax tops actually preserve, we're supposed to preserve Correct. some of that. But they were talking about the, is it the... Uh, bottling process and introduction introduction of oxygen in their bottling process. Yeah, and it could be. Um, there's a way to avoid that, though. Yeah, it's called oxygen-absorbing oxygen caps. Well, there's that, and you, you can also do a CO2 purge. Uh, purge at the top of the bottle. Yeah, it's just shoot. And then cap. I'm assuming Deschutes is doing all and that. And I'm assuming they do that, too, but they may not be. Uh, and if they are, there's a flaw in their system. Right, and that's essentially what these guys were saying. And you that. need to get down to the quality control and start testing that. But I haven't had any major oxidization or anything like that. Any, I mean, the O, I think I have an O8 or an O7 sitting there. And it, you just know that it's going to be older, right? So yeah. you're not drinking it because it's the prize position. You're drinking no, it because it's an older You're drinking because it's an, it, it's an older beer. But right. Oxidation does get in there and it starts fucking up the taste. And, it does, and that's that's a bad thing about that whole process. There's, it would be awesome to be in, be able to invent some way to bottle your beer where oxygen never gets in there and you never get the oxis, oxidization. But yeah, it's called forced fermentation. <laughs> yeah, no, not forced fermentation, forced bottling, right? Where you do that whole vacuum into a yeah bottle, right so and they do that but i don't know i just i just think we can get too like wine I think you purists can just get too snobby, fancy right wine purists get too snobby beer purists start to get way too snobby and yeah. it's just like sit back and enjoy the beer if you're drinking an 07 abyss um it's not going to be as great as it was in 09 right i right. mean that's when it was as primed but the reason I have an 07 Abyss is for nostalgia, yeah. right? So that I can crack it and go, yeah, I have an 07 Abyss, badass. But I'm not expecting it to be fantastic. If it is, great. Yeah. If it's not, yeah, you knew that going into it. Could it could be shat. I mean, absolutely. But you know what? It's sitting there. It's ready for me to drink, and I'll pop it at some point. Yeah. So, good. So, you talked about these Phoenix hops. Yes, Phoenix. Yeah. So, pine chocolate molasses. And I think they're going to be hard to come by in the U.S. Yeah, they're English hops. Um, what were they, like a golding hop? or? Yeah, they're, they're like a, a replacement for goldings. Um, I can find them in pellet form, but only online. I, I haven't really found anybody in the Portland area yet that, that carries it. So huh. it may be tough to get. Um, or I just may have to do an online order and get some in and go from there. But, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be a great experiment. I yeah, it'll be fun to see how that turns out within the beer. Um, ideas on an IPA yet? No. I haven't even ventured into that yet. Um, I want to get I want to get the white stout out of the way first um, and then really start looking at a good IPA recipe. Um and I need to find <laughs> this is the bad thing is I need to find an IPA recipe that you'll drink not only that but the person that I'm brewing this for kind of if she's not a drinker of it if she doesn't like the taste <laughs> what the hell am I going to do with five gallons of this stuff right Zwicklemania um, or John John. John loves IPA no matter what. Right? Yeah, it'll be interesting. We haven't checked back. We got to see how the IPA. Yeah, are doing. we're gonna have to check in on both of those guys because it's been a week, right? Or yeah. close to. It'll be a week this Saturday. It'll be a week this Saturday, absolutely. And we'll have to make sure that they've had fermentation and everything else going on. Yeah, no, that'll be interesting to see what they're uh, what they're doing. I'm just looking it up here. Because Andrew was saying he had no fermentation. No right? fermentation, but he made the mistake of opening the top 
which on a Mr. Beer kit is almost certain disaster. Right, totally. We got John's cell phone here. I'm gonna we're calling. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Hey Johnny, what are you doing, dude? I'm just leaving Nike. There's a duck thing. Tonight. There was a duck thing. You're squealing Nike. Sunny <laughs> dinner. Oh, hey, how's the beer turning out? Good. Is it fermenting? Is it bubbling? God, you know it's good. What? If you haven't looked at it, well, don't take the top off. You're not supposed to take. Do the top not off. take that top off. So shine a flashlight in the side of it when you get home. Leave your top on, John, and let me know if it's bubbling. You should see like foam or something. No, it's done okay. by now. All right. But interesting, good. All right, so ten days though. Remember. Yeah, I know. All right, good. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? You doing good? How's train? Uh, train's been really sick, so just getting through that. Is she getting any better? Yeah. Is train getting any yeah. better? I think finally. Good. Good. That's good. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, we're podcasting right now, so but we thought we'd call in and check in on your beer. All right. I'll, I'll check it out when I get home. All right, Let buddy. You know. Take care, okay? Thanks. Bye. Right, bye. Well, there was the world-famous John Lindquist. Johnny L. I wonder if Andrew's up. He's got to go to work at like 4 a.m. <laughs> He's going to kill you. Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> he might not even answer his phone. He probably won't. He never answers his phone anyways. Let's see. Boy, I got a whiz. We got a... <laughs> you got a whiz? <laughs> Too much beer. All right. Let's see what Andrew's doing here. Uh, we got a ring-a-ding-a. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Staub, what are you doing, dude? Um, eating a TV dinner. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm calling you. I'm checking on your beer. How's the beer? I have no idea. It's under wraps. It's wrapped in a dark towel sitting on top of our heater <laughs> to keep it warm. Have you uh, shined your light on it to see if it's foaming at all? I have not done that. Oh, okay. Should I go do that? You should shine a flashlight on it. Let's do a real check on it. Oh, do you have to be in an early again? No, well, like seven. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Gary and I are podcasting right now, so you're on the air. Oh, cool. <laughs> so uh, we were talking about your beer. Just wanted to see what the status of it is. Let's make for some exciting airtime here. Well, there's background music and it's sexy. And Gary actually said on the air he has to whiz, then walked out of the room. Cool. Is it up in the tiki room? No, it's in the guest room. Oh, it's in the guest room. Okay. So it's a guest beer. There is some foaming going on, but not very much. Should be covered the whole whole layer. Now, you should be good if there's only a little foaming. I mean, it's been since Saturday, so... Most most of your foaming, major foaming happens in within like your first seventy two hours. Yep. And the other thing is, I can actually say it's it's generating bubbles as we speak. Perfect. Good. There you go. Well, we'll have some beer. You got some good beer brewing, dude. All right. Good. All right, buddy. We'll take care of yourself. We're gonna get back to the uh, podcast here. All right. Thanks for calling. All right. Later. The world famous Andrew Staub. <laughs> Andrew S. Yeah. Andrew, so, so you got two IPAs on the on the burners. Two IPAs on the burner. Burner. One uh, is going to be more hoppy than the other. One is a straight from the kit, long ball IPA session. That would be Andrews. Andrews, and then John had the same kit, and we added a whole ounce. <laughs> oh my god! A whole ounce of Chinook hops. <laughs> so boil. Oh. Boiled them for 30 wow. minutes. Actually, I boiled a half ounce for 30 minutes and then added a 30-minute finisher. So, folks, what that one <laughs> ounce of hops was to a two-and-a-half-gallon recipe. You should have seen the oil slick on the top of this <laughs> oh son of a gosh. bitch. So. Wow. Well, the thing about John, so then the other thing is we added about a half cup of corn sugar to it, too. Oh, Jesus. 
He's going to have like an imperial IPA. I know. I'm like, well, let's do something different. Like we can't have two of the same beer. Well, now see, the only the only thing that might backfire though is is the um, the yeast strain may not be able to handle that much sugar. I bet it does. So it may so. come back as a like a sweet IPA. Yeah, I'm betting it goes. <laughs> so. It just depends because it's been so cold. So keeping the temperatures up is tough. Yeah, right? I mean it, that's key is making sure your your temperatures are are consistently up. And Andrew sounds like he's finally going because he, as of the Super Bowl, wasn't bubbling. Yeah, he said he had no action. So, so. <laughs> and Johnny Boy, um, he'll check when he gets home. Check it when so. he gets home. But yeah, crazy stuff. So, and we brewed Saturday, I think. Yeah, you guys yeah, brewed Saturday. We brewed Saturday, so yeah. yeah, ten days out total fermentation on the thing, and then we'll see what we got. It'll be interesting. It will definitely be interesting. Well, you know what time it is? I have no idea. Well, hang on a sec. I got to get the timer going. You know what that sound was. I have no freaking idea. That was Gabby's dog collar electrocuted thing. Oh, no, <laughs> no, it's that was the countdown theme that I had for Summer Lake Soccer. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, you like it? Sounded like something getting the shit shocked out of it. Oh, well, more or less was. Yeah. Um, I had no idea how that was going to turn out. Not so good, but not so good. Summer Lake Soccer is coming up. The countdown starting. So, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. <laughs> Why is it going to be interesting? Because I don't know how I'm going to be able to run. <laughs> well, that's why I'm giving us a countdown, dude. Yeah, yeah, countdown. So I'm aiming for March 13th. Is that like, there's, is there a specific date specificity with that one or just pulled out of a... You know, thin air. Well, 13 is my lucky number. <laughs> and it's my jersey number. Yeah. Okay. And my birthday is in March on the 10th. Oh. So that's close to 13. So you'd be super old. And it's kind of between the 10th and the 17th. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> wow. And um, yeah, so that's the day. Huh. So, uh, where are they going to start it this year? I don't know where we're going to start it. I haven't figured that out. we got a countdown going. <laughs> it's the final countdown. we got we got three, four weeks to figure that shit out. Sure so. we do. Sure. But sure. you know what we got? We got a date. And yeah, March 13th. And I'm guessing we got a time, which will be 5 p.m. Uh, well, only because um, it gets dark if we stay later. <laughs> yeah, it does. <clears throat> so... Yeah. We'll yeah. start at five. Some people will start at five, and we'll go from there. And we'll play probably play for an hour the first day or first few weeks. Yeah, and then it'll get better and better and better until we build to the crescendo of the Fourth of July game. <laughs> Woohoo! And then once I take the cup again, <laughs> again. <laughs> what? I won the cup last year. I got a picture to prove. No, it. you did. You did. Agreed. Won it the year before too. Did you? Yeah. You sure? No, I'm not totally sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you lost it the year before. (laughs) Selective memory. Yeah. It's my game. I'm telling the story how I I choose. I select not to memory. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, 13th, um, I only got one problem. What's that? I'm not on Facebook anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not so sure I want to go back to Facebook. Yeah, I can't blame you. Their breaches are fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so, but that's where we advertise the game. So, we need people to post the shit on the on the Facebook. Huh. I'm not so sure I'm going back. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't blame you. So, I'm on the Twitter and I'm on the uh, Instagram. <laughs> you got a Twitter? I'm going on the Twitter. <laughs> but so uh but I don't know how many Summer Lake people are on, on those sites. Plus, that Portland pickup and that Beaverton pickup page were on those. Well, you know what's really funny is I was on Facebook um, all last year. Yeah? And not once did I ever see anything about Summer Lake soccer posted. Ever. Every freaking Tuesday night. Like, I would sit in bed I never at like saw 9 it. p.m. Never saw it. Mm-hmm. So, um, huh. yeah. Well, there you go. So maybe Facebook isn't the best place for it. March 13th. Well, a lot of guys and like Lauren and all those people 
um, advertised the heck out of it on there. So when we weren't yeah. playing towards the end, um, they were posting the shit. And out I of still didn't see it. Really? Yeah, and I've got all those people as friends, and I saw nothing. It's on those sites, like on those specific pages. Yeah, you it's go crazy, to. So, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. But Facebook, you, you editing bastards. Yeah, I'm off. I'm done with it. So, well, all right, buddy. Well, we talked a lot about uh, the Timbers. We talked about some boat captain news over there in Whole City, not Half City. Talked a little bit about Zwickle. Talked about the uh, Amber Ale and the White Stout. Yeah. Um, you know, we haven't talked about this whole session. What have you not talked about? We haven't talked about any skiing. Oh, well, shit. Yeah. Hey, I looked at, uh, looked at some property over by Anthony Lake Ski Resort. Yeah, how'd that treat you? It's, if you want to be really close to the resort, it's expensive, and I'm not sure why. Because um, it's out to, in the middle of fucking nowhere. If you want to be like in like North Powder or some of the little towns there, yeah, you can come up with like a little like a grandma style house for pretty cheap. Yeah, but I kind of want to be up against the hills. Well, so, of course you do. I don't know. Yeah, so super pricey, and we're going to Bridger. And Debbie's debating on do we spend two days at Bridger or do we go into the bigger resort there in Montana. Um, Big Mountain, I think it is. No, 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 Big Mountain's up in Montana. Big Mountain's the one I've been up. Well, we are going to Montana. No, no, but it's up in uh, like the the, uh, Glacier National Park area. Yeah, that's the one I went to. That's Whitefish. Yeah. Big Mountain is Whitefish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. I took the train there. Yeah. Um, yeah, for whatever the other I ones say are. you guys just stay at Bridger. That's what I said. And she's like, well, everybody says that the other one is like the place. And I'm like, no. Yeah, but all Bridger, the locals ski at Bridger. Bridger is badass. Really? Amazing. Yeah, when I did a ski school down in Wyoming when I was in college, I had a. My, my head. Um, ski patrol guy came from Bridger and that's all he could talk about was how amazing that mountain was yeah all the locals um, talk about Bridger and all the terrain off of Bridger but Big Sky is the other one not yeah and, and Big Sky is not bad but I'm telling you there's a reason the locals ski someplace right one it costs less two you don't have as many freaking crazy ass non-skiing mofos on the mountain. And three, they know the terrain's better. Right. And that's kind of my thought on Bridger, but her boss is going over to uh, Big Sky, and and that Big Sky's got all the celebrities. But yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. So we're either doing uh, Big Sky, Bridger, for sure doing Bridger one day. I'm pushing for Bridger for two days. But again, if we get over there and it bites ass, then we've you know always what? got the option. Yeah, you can, you've always got options. Yep. So the cool thing is, I guess over by, I think she said by Big Sky, there's a brewery between there and <laughs> town. And I was like. Yeah, hey, that's how she's sucking you in yeah, right there. <laughs> exactly. Look out. Fish on. Look out. Fish on, baby. We got him on. Got him. So. He's yeah. hooked. So I'll see. Skiing, skiing. Hey, we bought uh, boot bags is what we bought. What? Bags to put our boots and our helmets in. Just a bag for a, for a, for a helmet and boots? Yeah. I'm so disappointed. Well, they're going to pack nicely for the airplane. Oh, I'll bet they will. Yeah, so it's like 25 bucks on Amazon and uh, usually like 50 or 60 bucks. And You guys aren't flying the skis, are you? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Why? That's pricey. No, Alaska, they're encouraging this. Yeah? It counts as one bag. So, here's a question for you. Yeah? You got a bag for them? Yep. You do? Yes. Hard bag? Soft. Oh, you're screwed. Why? Don't ever fly your... Never fly your skis in a soft bag. Why? They beat the shit out of them. Yeah, they're going to take care of it. It's Alaska. They're the sponsor of the Timbers. No. How many, uh... How many sets of skis are you taking? Three. Uh. Debbie's bringing hers. Cam's bringing his. I'm bringing mine. All wides? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, Debs are, De- Debs are parabolic, so... You know what? 
I've got a bag that I can bring you over. We'll see if we can fit three pairs of skis in there. I doubt it, but it might be close. That's built specifically to fly. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll take a look at it. <laughs> It'll protect your skis way more than that that yep. uh, soft bag. Because they will beat the shit out of them on an airline. Yeah, we'll have to see. Every time. Because they're flying through freaking Seattle when we go up there. Cam and I are laying over, and you know if there's any timber shit on there. Oh, yeah. They'll just beat the hell out of Those it. Those bastards. Yeah. Seattle. So, all right. Well, we got to close this thing out. All right. That's, I think, all I got. That's all I got. I guess we're uh, out of here. Tim Beers. Tim Beers. <laughs>